shooting 60% from three, bro. I forgot to come up with a would you rather. What y'all boys want to talk about before we get into this? Would you rather? Oh, man. Um, um. Would you rather go on a 28-game losing streak or would you rather your nickname be Poot Henderson? <laughs> I go with Poot. No, you know, you know, I had an idea. I don't know if y'all wanted some time to put some think thinking into it but we always talk about like if you can have different abilities or superpowers or whatever uh-huh. if you can have any ability from a video game what would you pick uh, uh, okay uh I mean huh. mm. that's a that's a that's a tough one I put some thought into it and it gotta be like a video game character that's not also a comic book character I'm assuming correct yeah okay I'm going with fast traveling. Mm. Mm, you imagine how much easier your life would be uh, if you could just fast travel to, to work or you you got to go out of town and you just fast travel. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. We had a movie about that now. We had a movie about that and it went left. It's called Click. Adam Sandler. No, he, he was fast forward and he wasn't yeah, fast, fast traveling. That's a difference. That's uh, a difference. Oh, that's a good one. That's a That's such a good one. Um, he got that from 2K for real. So, <laughs> ooh, where where would I go with this? I'm trying to think because, I mean, all the video games I can think of that aren't also comics or work comics first, like they're they're either super grim or like I don't I don't want that. Like, uh, well, again, yeah. you know, a football player, I would say like quick first step, something like that would be perfect for you on that D line. When you was playing, you'd be making M's right now. You could go with a mad ability. Pick one of the X factors. Oh, man. Well, if that's the case, Unstoppable, nah, because I played on the inside, so Unstoppable Force. They no, it was that, what was that one X factor that was Unstoppable? Uh, what, what, reinforcements? Dog. Oh, reinforcements oh, yeah. was crazy. Reinforcements was okay. <laughs> um, You know what? I'm going to say one that some people not necessarily going to like. But um, give me that. What was the one? What was it like? What was it called? Like film study or something like that? No, oh, man. Not film, not film study. It was the X Factor where you could see the coverage. You could see the coverage. Uh, oh, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was the hourglass one. I can't think of the name of it. Yeah, you give me that. You give me that, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Because, like, a lot of people are always like, oh, my God, the game moves so fast. And, like, you really wouldn't know. Brother, if I know the exact coverage you're running and whether or not you're playing, like, a hard, flat, soft, flat, stuff like that, oh, I know exactly where the ball should go when we get up to the line. Like, I'm good. I'm good. I've, I've won at that point. So that'll be a lead. Give me that one. Give me that one. So, Chris, me, what about you? I would, pro- I would probably have. Uh, I don't know, bro. There's a lot of abilities out in video games. That's like crazy work. I think I would go with Hall of Fame. Posterizer, bro. If I could, even if I didn't go to the league with it, go to any pickup run and I just come in and boom it on everybody in the gym. Like my morale would just be good. People be talking about, oh, you went to the morning hoop, bro. What you do? And I dunked about five people today. Like I literally just like it's kickstarted my day. I'm feeling energized. I done took some people's soul in the not that type of way, but I done, I done, I done baptized some people this morning. I would say. Hall of Fame posterizes just because think about it, back in the 2K days when that first bass first came out, that's when we had the most fun on 2K. You was booming on everybody, man. You know when 2K was the most fun? When it wasn't built. When everybody was out there and it was a demigod, when everybody was all 99s, it was fun because it wasn't no way to exploit the game. You was just out there hooping with other elite hoopers. Yeah, yeah, that's facts. And Omaha is the one I was thinking of. Omaha. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and all that. But yeah, no, 2K, 2K used to be like really, really fun before they like, before it started getting too competitive and people started. Whenever they brought the neighborhood out, like that's, that was the the downfall of 2K started when I had to ride my bike to go hoop, bro. Like, just let me, just let me press my career and just say rec park career. And I just pick one of them three and I'm hooping. I saw people putting some on their controllers called Zens or something like that. Oh yeah, the the, the, the <laughs> Zen packs. 
it guarantees that you make all your shots. I'm like, yeah, it's a little button you could press. You it costs like $150, but you plug it up to your controller and you basically press a button, you're gonna green every time. And my question is like, why? You know, like does that feel good to you? Like, I guess so. Like a, a part of the whole deal is like the struggle of getting it right. You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> that's like a really big part of it. Like, man, I had to work and grind and like I figured out my time. I got it right. I know nope. what the games were as fast or I know the games were slower. You just want to agree. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I digress. I digress. I was about to go with the uh, somebody powers from that game where old boy had the main character had uh, electricity flowing through his hands. Um, uh, in- can- Infamous? Yeah, Infamous. I was yeah. about to go with one of the ones from Infamous, but now I was like, do you really want that? That sounds kind of dangerous. Like, you nah. know what I mean? You don't want to. I don't want to hurt people in my Also, never go back and meet your heroes, man. I went back and played Infamous. Yeah, I remember you was playing it on stream. <laughs> it did not age well. It did not age well at all. That game aged like an open avocado, boy. That thing was <laughs> disgusting. That was just man, speaking of that, bro, man, I, I still hate taking apples in the sandwich bag, bro. Whenever you take them out your bag for lunch or whatever, man, it's like, bro, they not bad. It's just I cut it up before I got to work. And I hate that jump, man. Chris, just wait to cut them up till you're at work. <laughs> Bro, but you don't what bring a knife problem? to work, Giz. I don't bring a knife or a blade or the thing that puts you down. Why don't you just eat the apple, bro? I was just about to say, you could eat the apple straight away, or you can use a butter knife. It's an apple. It's not a diamond, bro. You don't need something tough to cut it. That reminds me when I was on the road, uh, which is why we you know, didn't have a podcast for a little minute. It was this dude I was talking to who was having a conversation with me, telling me how he was a grown man as he was cutting the crust off his sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> The bar is so low nowadays, man. Why can't you just I, eat the eat the honestly, apple, Chris? Honestly, we need to have a conversation about crust off your sandwich, people. We, we need to have a conversation about crust, people. Period. You ever been around an adult that eat a slice of pizza and just stop at the crust? That's like the people that like take one bite out of wing and then they done. They're like, yeah, my wings done, and it'd be mad meat paws on there. Off. Don't piss me off, because we eat everything down to the gizzards in my family. You understand? <laughs> that, the whole ain't nothing left but bone. You understand? That's it. And you mess around. Got all I that. Mean, I, I be wanting my snack for later. I got an excuse. I be want, like, I eat breakfast, then I go. I'm like, I'm eating me an apple like midway between my lunch and my, you know. But if you're going to eat it later, that's cool. Just but don't tell me you go. Just eat the apple. Whole. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's just make it easier to just, I don't know. It make, for me, it make it quicker and easier to eat it. And then I, because, you know, I'm eating at my desk, so I'm still typing this stuff. If I just got them laid on the paper towel and I'm eating them one at a time, you know, it's like quicker. If I'm holding the apple, eating it. We, we, can, we can pretend. We're doing a lot of pretending today. And, and so we're going to pretend that we understand where you're coming from, Chris. But one thing we don't got to pretend about is the University of Michigan winning a national championship. It has happened. The first outright non-shared natty in quite a few decades for the University of Michigan. We got some other things going on in the sports world as well. We're pretending like we don't know what a 4-4 looks like anymore because we asking that question <laughs> of whether or not Cat Williams ran a 4-4. And we got a few other things to talk about on today's show. Fellas, y'all ready to get into it? Ready for it, sir. All righty. Well, let's do it. What's up, y'all? Have a seat. It's your favorite hour of the week with the facts over acts. Crew, we got the master of the mix and master, Josh Gotten in the building. That is I. We got the money man, the man the plan, Chris Allen in the building. Right here, right here. Indeed, you got a little old MC. That's me, Kenton Gibbs. Now, fellas, first thing first. A lot of people said the game was not entertaining as Michigan walloped Washington 34 to 13. How did y'all feel about the game? Was it enjoyable? Was it man? Was it you know, something that you absolutely love to see. What you think? Um, so it was enjoyable from the perspective of Michigan, who, you know, that's my team winning a national championship. It was right. interesting from that perspective. Um, one, I didn't know how much hate Michigan had. Like for a team that hasn't won a, a national championship in what, 17 years? Uh 27 years. Yeah, 20, more than that. I'm sorry, my when you think 20 something years you got to go to the 90s my brain still has a hard time like processing that 
brother, we're bald. We were born then, and both of us are bald. So we're going like, to be 30 anytime, next year. You know, anytime. Sheesh! Yeah, <laughs> like you're not a year behind. I was just about to say, you're, you're barely 365 days behind us, brother. Like, yeah. Man, no, but... um. It, it, from a from a Michigan fan perspective, it was entertaining just because I knew that we were winning the championship. I didn't know how much Michigan was hated until I got to reading comments and seeing tweets. And I'm like, man, I didn't know a team that haven't won in almost three decades could get this much hate. But if you were watching a game and you don't like Michigan, I could see how people didn't think it was entertaining because even though up into that fourth quarter, the game looked, I think going into the fourth, it was 20 to 13. Yeah. It was still a it it looked like a close game if you're just looking at the box score. But if you were watching the actual game, it was pretty clear that Michigan was in charge of that game the entire way. I didn't at one point think that they were going to somehow mess that up and lose the lead to Washington. It wasn't one one second in that game where I felt like Washington might win. Fair enough. Fair enough. Chris, what you thinking? Did you enjoy the game? I, you were sparked. So did you enjoy the game? Did you think it was gross? Oh, I mean, I, you know, I root for Michigan here and there. You know, I did a lot of partying up there. Did a lot of hanging out with a lot of people. Got a lot of old connections there, if you know what I mean. But um, mm-hmm. it's, we, in it's, fact, it's, know what you mean, Chris. We, we know you. You see, well. you took it there. I wasn't taking it. We're there. familiar <laughs> with the game. We're familiar <laughs> with the game. You can't fool us. Anyway, 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 anyway. Uh, I thought the game was really nice. Like, honestly, like, at one point, both defenses was getting stops after a massive first quarter. And then at the same time, the game could have went over either way until, like, the end of the third, beginning of the fourth quarter. Michigan bust the game open. Honestly, that's what you want out of football. You want it to be a tug-of-war match in the middle. You want it to be high. You want the intensity to be high in the beginning, tug-of-war in the middle, and then somebody bust it open or either go to overtime and bust it open, right? So, I mean... To me, that's what you want out of a football game. It had every aspect of the football game. We didn't have a lot of penalties. We didn't have a lot of crazy calls, that controversy calls, because those are the worst games to me. When the when game ends yeah. on a controversial call, then I'm like, okay, well, that was not worth my time watching. We're going to get cheated, <clears throat> Cowboys. But anyway, I digress. Hey, now. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, I mean, go ahead and tell them something. I'm going to say this. I enjoyed the game, and I think that fans as well as the committee need to understand there's a thousand ways to skin a cat. There's a thousand ways for a game to be good, for a game to be enjoyable, for a team to be good. Michigan had very mid-quarterback play, and they won this game because Corum and, and Donovan the Don Edwards could not be stopped. Those two were... I mean, boy, when I tell you running through that defense like a Tomb Raider, it was embarrassing. (laughs) It was embarrassing. And so I need both the fans and the playoff committee to understand there's many different ways to get this thing done because I know that a lot of Florida State fans were upset saying, oh, this was the quarterback play. This and Jalen Milrow was the quarterback play that y'all were talking about that just was so much better than what we could put out, and rightfully so, because Milrow had not shown us anything special up until that point. And McCarthy against defenses that had a post had not shown anything special. So, you know, this is this is a, a situation where, again, there's a bunch of different ways to win this game. But speaking of quarterback play, head coach Jim Harbaugh said that this was the best. J.J. McCarthy is the best quarterback in Michigan history. And some people are mocking him as a first-rounder. Fellas, give me your thoughts on, number one, do you believe that J.J. is the best quarterback in Michigan history? Number two, do you believe he's a first-rounder? No. Um, one, let's start, let's start with the first rounder. I know people, especially in sports, like to be prisoners of the moment. And we have this recency bias to where whoever is hot or whatever team is hot, we like to put them on a pedestal, which I understand. But if your takeaway from Michigan winning the national championship is J.J. McCarthy should be a first rounder, then you you need something's going on because nothing about yesterday. Uh, he had what eleven completions? Uh yeah, something along. He had eleven completions, and Michigan uh had. 300 and something rushing yards for the game. I don't know how that equated to J.J. McCarthy being a first rounder in a draft that 
outside of last year, this is one of the most stacked drafts I remember, especially like being top heavy in the first round in in college football in a long time. You have three, you got about three quarterbacks that I think could be uh, elite level one day in the NFL coming out in the first round. You got wide receiver, a uh, uh, handful of wide receivers that's elite. You got a lot of defensive weapons that's going to be elite. If J.J. McCarthy, I'm a Michigan fan. Me personally, I don't think that man is an NFL quarterback. Oh, boy said forget first round. I don't know if that brother needs a clipboard and a ball cap in the NFL. <laughs> I mean, you know, it'd be it'd be nice to be part of the uh, to be part of the alumni committee. You know, whenever uh, the next elite Michigan team comes around, look who we brought out, and then they jog JJ McCarthy out to the M in the middle of the field, and he <laughs> he helps sing "God Bless America" or something like. I think I think that's supposed to be his role, but if he makes that it to the NFL. A special projects director, <laughs> assistant, assistant, uh, assistant to the director of recruiting type beat. This is crazy. But if he makes it to the NFL, kudos to him. I love to see him make it, but I don't think he's at that level. And to say that he is one, a first rounder is crazy. And to say he's the best quarterback that Michigan has ever had. I will say in his defense, I don't think that Michigan has ever had like an elite quarterback. They've had very good. They've had great quarterbacks. Elite is like that company. When I think of elite college quarterbacks, I think of Cam Newton. I think of Vince Young. I think of Joe Burrow. That's what I think of when I think of elite college quarterbacks. But they've had some very good ones. Chad Henney, Denard Robinson. So if you want to put McCarthy just because they won a national championship in a top five, maybe that's a conversation that we can have. Maybe. You know, I, I'm, I'm gonna let Chris. I'm gonna let you go ahead and, and go next on this one. Tell me what you're thinking. Well, I got one question for you boys and people. If you're a friend of the pod, you know how we feel about this gentleman, Gibson Guyton. If I told you quarterback A was in the league already and quarterback B was JJ McCarthy, right? And I revealed quarterback A to you, right, and said you can't. Well, I, before I revealed it to you, I said you can't know who this quarterback is. But are you going to willing to risk JJ McCarthy? He's now this player is a current NFL player, and you have JJ McCarthy. He's a right? current starter in the NFL. He's a current starter in the NFL right now. Okay, would you a risk JJ McCarthy as a draft potential, or pick player A that you don't even know who it is? Mm. Here's the thing: when I think of starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now that are worse than him, there's like a handful. That I know. Okay, worse than McCarthy? Yeah, there's a handful that are worse than McCarthy. Uh, actually, why am I thinking about this? There's a handful and there's 32 starting jobs. Doug, give me the current NFL player. What, what am I doing? What do I, yeah, current NFL okay, player. Okay, okay. Yeah, give me the current okay. NFL player. So if I told you, if you know that, right, you know that, right, what typical round does a starting quarterback that comes from college get drafted in? I mean, generally, you're looking at first or second, maybe. Second at the exactly. latest. Exactly. So that being said, right, the last player that's similar to me to J.J. McCarthy's college career, right, and his college career was actually better than J.J. McCarthy, that got drafted in the first round. We see what he's doing in the NFL. The quarterback in A was Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. All right, now, let's not get crazy. Let's not Zach get crazy. Wilson. Zach let's Wilson. not get Listen, J.J. McCarthy is some – I think I think he's meh. Like, I don't think he's great, but I don't think he's terrible either. I think he's perfectly meh. You know what I mean? If you put J.J. McCarthy on the Jets right now, that's the, that's the same team. I, I see it like My this. point. I My point. Like there, are, <laughs> there are three types of quarterbacks to me. The ones that you win in spite of, with – because of. Because of, that's your Tom Brady's, your Peyton Manning's, your Lamar Jackson's. With, that's your Brock Purdy's, your Mark Sanchez's, your, um, uh, I'll say, um, Drew Brees. Jerry Goff. Yeah, Jerry Goff. Perfect with guy. And then there's the quarterbacks you got to win in spite of. That's your Joey Harrington's, your Zach Wilson's, your, you know, that that right. category of like. Right. 
brother, what are you doing out there? You're Matt Leinert. Like, you y'all got remember, and st- y'all remember how the city was when we drafted Joey Harrington? Man. <laughs> Joey was supposed to be that guy. <laughs> so I was hearing in the barbershop, he, he turned Oregon around. Oregon wasn't nothing for Joey. Got there, boy. Oh, man. Joey be putting that thing right on the numbers. On the defensive backs number. <laughs> hey, listen, I say that to say as well, right? How long has JJ McCarthy been at Michigan, right? Uh, how long crazy. has he right? How long has he been in Heisman conversation? How long mm-hmm. has he been in top of the quarterback of the college football conversations? Right. Michigan's had a great team because they have one of the best recruiting staff. They have one of the most reputable reputable coaches in the college football world, one of the highest paid staffs in the football, one of the best facilities, right? So his name is always gonna be out there. But when yeah. it came to accolade, when it comes to accolades, we don't hear his name. We hear about the team. He's one of those guys. That you win with. Yeah. In college. In college. And you don't get to the NFL. You don't get to the NFL being a guy that you win with in college. You get to the NFL because you're a guy you win because of. I mean, I'll I'll say this. I'll say this. I a thousand percent agree with you. And I'm gonna say this. Um, you know, I had to bring out my my clipboard here because I had to. Bring back a blast from the past. These kids don't know nothing about Mort Povich, but we're going to teach them something about it. We have the <laughs> results right here, JJ. We asked, were you a first-round pick? And the results are in. JJ McCarthy, you are not a first-rounder. <laughs> Brother, what under God's green earth is Jim Harbaugh smoking on? Talking about this is the best quarterback in Michigan history. I'm not joking when I say this. He's not the best quarterback that any of us have seen in Michigan history. Let me ask y'all this. In terms of quarterbacks that we saw growing up, do y'all think that he is better than John Navarre? I would, I would, I would say him and Navarre are on pace, but he was a little bit better than Navarre. I'll give you Yeah, that's that's a toss-up. Oh no. It's close. It's close. It's it's close. it's close. It's close. Okay, so we got one tie and two slight to JJ. Okay, great. Would y'all say he's better than Chad Henney? No, not even nah, close. I think nah. Chad Henney is the best quarterback in Michigan history, in my opinion. Would y'all say he's better than Deshaun Ro- Denard Robinson? Denard second. No, no. Bro, Denard was like like a celebrity when he played for Michigan, bro. <laughs> he was a celebrity <laughs> playing for Michigan. Denard was literally just ahead of his time. If that man was born about five years later, teams would be salivating. They would be begging and pleading and crawling outside of Ann Arbor. Think about we it. We need that first. We need that think, first overall. Think, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Denard got convinced to be a running back. Look at Lamar Jackson right now. They was trying to convince yeah. him to be a receiver running back. He was like, no, I'm a quarterback. If Denard was in this era, he would be a god. Like, he would. Let me, let Man, me they, was, they was trying to convince Lamar that he was a running back until about three weeks ago when they beat <laughs> San Francisco. They were still talking about that man being a running back. By the way, Lamar is tied for the most perfect passer ratings in a regular season game in NFL history. So, you know, I don't know if that's quarterbacky enough, but apparently he's more quarterbacky than every other quarterback in NFL history except Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. And there's one other guy that had three, and he's a Hall of Famer as well. I can't remember his name right now. Um, but do y'all think Michael Penix lost money or made money last night? Um, Here's the thing. I think his money was made getting to this mm-hmm. game, right? Yeah. I think his money was yeah. made getting to this game. I mean, but here's real. here's why I asked that. He had a better QBR than JJ McCarthy last night. <laughs> yeah. So so it, here's here's something that I have to say. Come and on. I apply it to Michael Penix. I apply it to Bo Nix. I apply it to a lot of college quarterbacks that's going on right now because I know a lot of them had a red shirt year plus a transfer year plus, plus a, a COVID year. year. Yeah. I don't want to hear anybody brag about how they're that good of a quarterback. I don't want to hear analysts brag about it. I don't want to hear your fan base brag about it. University of Washington, your quarterback is a grown man. Hey. Playing against just, just put that put that into perspective because like we're just now hitting that like adulthood to where like we're adults adults. That boy can legally rent a car. He's not even under his parents' insurance no more. He out here playing college football. Talk about you the best quarterback. Oh, no, he ain't supposed to be. 
He ain't that old, is he? 24? No, he's 24. He's 24. Oh. Yeah, he's 24. Oh, yeah. yeah he's he 24. He got to the 26. He got to the 26. He got to the 26. You know, he, there is a quarterback that just took their team to the playoffs in the National Football League that's younger than you. Yeah. I don't hear you talk about nothing but you the best college quarterback and you are 24 years of age. People come into college when they are 18. Do you know how much different y'all body was when y'all was 18 to 24? Oh, it's a six year. Think about it this way. Think about it this way. We all played. We all played uh, high school sports at least. Right. Right. Imagine you in your senior year and you playing against 12 year olds. Yeah. No. Michael Penix is grown. Yeah. Hey, 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 let me suck my graduated from college at 24 self up. Let me suck my, let me suck you, my. You wasn't flexing it. You wasn't flexing It's not about whether or not you're flexing I'm, I'm, I'm the best student out here. We're not, but this is the thing. It's not about whether or not you graduated at that age or whether or not you're flexing. We're not talking about mental capabilities and whether or not you get a degree. We're talking physical. Like, this is a game where you got to impose your will on somebody else. Most of my game most 24-year-olds should be able to have their way against 18, 19, 20, 21. You know hey, what I mean? hey, guys, guys, just all the bills that guy got to pay came out in that spiel, man. <laughs> man. He, was like, he was like, that brother paying bills like me. bills at 24. Can you imagine the anger I got in my body if I just got done paying a mortgage and some 18-year-olds want to have a competition? Come on, bro. Talking about he the best quarterback in the nation. Who's supposed to be y'all grown? That man said, that man said, y'all thought Cap 101 was bad? Oh, I just finished paying the mortgage. I'm finna teach y'all some angles. Man. I'm finna teach you an angle, brother. That's crazy. That is insane. Well, guy left some stuff off his chest right there, bro. That, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. He just need to say, well, hell, wipe his forehead. He, man, hey, 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 once, you know hey, once you pay at 23 at the most. Once you hit that age, bro, you're not eligible to play college Here's ball. Here's the worst more. part. You get Here's one red shirt year. That's it. Boy, don't let guy find out about what they're doing over there at BYU. He gonna blow a gasket. He gonna blow a gasket because... Hold know, on. You know that, they, that that is a predominantly Mormon school. That's how it was founded. Yeah, they, yeah. Bring them Mormon young. Folk, they like have... They have to take a mission at some point in time in life. Most of them take their mission immediately after high school and then come back and play college ball at 2021. <laughs> I'm looking at this BYU roster right now. They got four right years now. of eligibility. They got four <laughs> years of eligibility. Hold yeah, on, hold on. Back, hold on. Stop playing. I'm, I'm looking at this roster right now. And they got, I'm, <laughs> guy, I'm not playing. Them boys be grown men. They be some grown men over there, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That. Listen, a wild guy looks that up. The wild guy looks that up. I just, I want y'all to understand something because this wasn't even supposed to be the topic that we got fired up and rowdy about. <laughs> it was supposed to be the next one. <laughs> because, you know, <clears throat> for all the things that are, are at play here with the, the J.J. McCarthy and Michael Penix and who's the first rounder and who's not conversation, by the way, uh, Josh is typically right on these types of things in the NFL. Look what happened with Kenny Pickett. Chris is over here crying and throwing up, barely making the playoffs for the first time under uh, under Tomlin because hey, they got an old hey, quarterback. Hey, and Rudolph, we trust. And Rudolph, <laughs> brother, brother. I, if I was you, I'd be like, listen, Miles Garrett, you know what you must do. I'm gonna hand him to him. Get out the way. But that's neither here nor there. The, the actual topic that we were expecting to get some turbulence, to get some smoke, to get some rowdiness about, you know, this is a very Twitter conversation, but we got to have it here. They do not have these men age on here. Of BYU course they don't. It's know what's up. They, I'm, I was I'm, about to say they I'm know. digging. They I'm know. digging and I can't find their age. Josh, them boys is on that time. And I promise you, you will not find many older teams. Than, than hold on, teams. hold on. The mayor said Chris Winkie was 28 starting at quarterback at FSU. Yeah, it's, it's happened before. Remember oh Brandon Wheaton? Puss in 30? Puss in 30 in college? Remember, remember Brandon Wheaton at Oklahoma State? He played baseball first. He went straight to the MLB. And then they paid for his college. So he came back to college at like 26. And that's where he uh, went ahead and, and, you know, that's where he went ahead and did the, the college thing. And that's why he got drafted by the Browns when he was like 28. But, yeah, what, the, what we were wanting to talk about, which we figured folks were going to get rowdy about, Bradley Bill 
and the Phoenix Suns were decimated, destroyed, if you will, by the Clippers. And after the game, his wife waited in the tunnel to give James Harden one of those clasping high fives and walked away. Now, fellas, some people say that your masculinity is fragile. If you're upset by this, some people say well, it's, fragile. it's no big deal. What's the react? What's the problem? Fellas, what are y'all thoughts in terms of, of this? Okay. So so for so for starters. So for starters, one this is not a regular high five that we talking. If this was a regular high five, I would still have an issue with it. I don't care if we're on a professional level. I don't care if we're on a collegiate <laughs> level. I don't care if I'm living with my lady and Chris come over and we play a game of 2K and he win. Under no circumstances should you be high fiving my opponent after an L. No circumstances. I don't care. I don't care how you draw it up. There is no scenario. Right. This man could have gave me a kidney last week. If a week later he beat me at something, I don't want no high fives. You wallet. You wallet. However, however, this, this, however, this is not the case. Let me paint the picture for y'all. We've seen families and stuff waiting a tunnel after the game. Like you know, we 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 basketball fans. We've seen that before. Right. James Harden approaches this young woman. She initiates the high five. And it's one of those, for, for all of our audio listeners, it's a clasping high five. Everybody is. Fingers locked. Fingers intertwined. Everybody has had a partner where they give a high five or something. And y'all like eyes for a moment. And it's, it's a little bit more of an intimate uh, physical touch kind of thing. Which, let's say that was just it. It's still crazy, but let's just say that's just it. This woman could have been waiting in the tunnel for her man after the game. Right. After they had this high five and joked and laughed. Y'all not high five and y'all hakikiing at this point. That's a cardinal sin. <laughs> hakikiing with the ops is crazy. Hakeem. I don't care who she just met. She could have met prime Eddie Murphy. Don't hakiki at nobody. Okay? Okay. <laughs> This man is straight. He said he after the he after the hakiki, she walks away. She wasn't there for Bradley Bill. She left. Yeah, yeah. She so wait, left. Wait, she walked away. Wait, wait, wait! Don't the visitors walk one way and the home team walks another way? I'm not sure. It, uh, the Clippers had the different. Yeah, the the, the Clippers had on a home jerseys. I don't know if they were at home. But I know in the I know in the it's called the crypto now. I know they, they share a tunnel in that arena. Oh, okay. okay at least. Okay. Cause I know in, in Houston they got two different tunnels. I know that for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Each stadium does it different. Some do yeah. it like that, some do it with the same. Y'all gotta walk out, one team go first, one team go after. But yeah, it's ooh, Chris, what you thinking, man? What are what are your thoughts on the handshake I'm a, I'm, or, or the I'm, high five I'm, around the world, rather? Oh, I'm the worst person to ask this. Okay. <laughs> so let me paint the picture for the audience, my perspective, right? My girl interlocked fingers with somebody that just beat me down. Okay. That's how I'm looking at this scenario, right? My girl just interlocked fingers with somebody that just beat me down. Okay. So I'm going to be interlocking fingers with nobody. I don't care what the situation is. Listen, I'm just talking about this in scenario. I'm just talking about this. Scenario. Brother said, if they holding hands during prayer, you better give them the fist. You... Man, unless your home is on fire and a firefighter is pulling you out of a building. Hey, no reason you should be interlocking fingers with nobody. Listen, listen, Bro said, listen. ready, taking her last breath. You better give her a pat on the wig. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do, old girl. That'll do. Hey, listen, listen. Okay, so I'll tell y'all a story, right? I tell you, I tell y'all a story. So I got a friend that's ruthless, right? Y'all might think I'm ruthless. But I got a friend that's ruthless times too, right? Mm-hmm. We had a game night. This back, this back in my third year of college, we had a game night, right? Right. I am whooping him down in front of his girl. Whooping him down in front of his girl. Right. And his girl laughing because I'm cooking him while I'm doing it. You know, she's just like laughing. Right. And then, you know, yeah. I, she was like, she started saying, fight back, fight back, fight back. So I'm I'm talking, I'm beating the brakes off. We playing Madden, 2K. We start playing chess. I was just beating the brakes out of him on 
everything. She she like fight back, fight back. Do you so, know how so, long Shorty had to be there to watch you lose Madden, Two K, and a game of chess? <laughs> hey, listen, listen. We she had, we had you get whooped for a, at least an hour straight. Listen, oh listen. God. We at least we had food and drinks because we was like you know we had a regular game night we was doing all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Right. When I tell you. When I saw them walk to the car, he was screaming at the top of his lungs when I closed my door. Next game night, the game night, it was doing it twice a month, so it was every other week. That next game night, he showed up by himself. I said, where your girl at? My girl here? He like, all right, bro, that ain't my girl no more, bro. That ain't my girl no more, bro. <laughs> I said, dang, what happened? He said, nah, bro, that's your girl, bro. I'm like, what you mean? That's my girl. He talking about, nah, she kikiing with you while you beat me down and all that. I ain't, that ain't my girl no more, bro. That ain't my girl no more. I ain't gonna hold you. If I'm getting whooped on and, and, and my girl is saying fight back and thinking, that's that's grounds. That's 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 grounds for a breakup. So so I say that to yourselves in positions to get whooped on in front of your old lady. Listen, I, listen, I, listen, I ain't never been whooped on in front of my that's old lady, so I can't I can't relate. I, I will say I will say one thing though. I will say one thing. This does not apply to uh, Bradley Beal's situation, but I know that his wife is a uh, she she. Kind of got a, a name from love and hip hop. She was dating Lil Fizz, I think. Oh, which is why I assume how she got in the circles to have met Bradley Beal to begin with. Mm-hmm. So if there's everybody in in this situation, we've all known at least one young man that have dealt with this. Y'all ever meet a, a dude that get a girl and he liked the girl because she presented herself a certain way. She she comes off as a. Uh, I don't shame anybody. So she she comes off as promiscuous. How many the people we know that like was attracted to a woman because of that? And they because get to came off as promiscuous? Yeah. I mean, I, I ain't gonna lie. And they get with her, and then the dude is upset because that's how she behaves. Yeah, that's kind of insane. That's kind of So all I'm saying is don't meet a shorty that got her credentials from being a groupie than be upset when she do groupie activities well uh, i mean I, i'm with you there guy i'm with you there and, I, and i'm with you there right i'm with you there but i say that story to say this right to counter that i say this story to say this right he left her just for saying fight back and laughing that he was losing could you imagine what would have happened if she interlocked fingers with me? Okay. <laughs> so it's one thing to be a groupie, right? Because to me, that's groupie behavior, bro right? That's it. bro would have upped it. He would have upped it. Listen, Listen. That's right, groupie right. behavior. Nah, nah, ain't nobody. Ain't nobody. <laughs> hey, we ain't not nobody, playing no more. Ain't nobody man. leaving here with fingers, nigga. Listen, all the bullets except one. We play Russian roulette. It's own game. Let's see who wins now, tough guy. I say that to say, guy, it's levels to the groupie, right? Because she was being a little groupie. Because I even told him, like, yeah, bro, she she shouldn't have been rooting for me like that to see you mad and see you sweat like that. She shouldn't have been doing that. But imagine. And she took it to the next level and said, Good game, Chris. You really beat him and interlocked fingers with me. Interlocked fingers with me. See, and here's that's stage three. Stage three. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody who knows me knows I'm probably the most progressive person on this show. Probably the least strict when it comes to my shorties and all that. Probably other group when it comes to all that. The way that they presented this to me originally, they're like, yeah, he like, she shook hands or she gave him a high five after they lost. Yeah, that's it. We was doing a rundown. We said, did you see Bradley Bill girl high five James Harden at the And that's the thing that I'm thinking like, this is like a, like a team mom situation. Could you know how team moms be after the game? Like, oh, high five for the other team, apple slices. Or they even could have been cool. The NBA, they all cool. They could have been cool. We're not doing that. These is grown men. This is grown men making millions. <laughs> even even with grown men making millions, if it's like somebody that's like, hey, they just waiting. So like like Josh just talked about, some teams have stadiums where everybody walks out of the same tunnel, and maybe she's standing there 
her and the kids or kids. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, it's her and her family or her. And I'll family. tell you one thing. Sa- Savannah James ain't doing that. Savannah James ain't doing that. My, my queen we, 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 but at the Brian, same time, Brian we done seen times. We done seen times where Brian family waiting in a tunnel when they play one of Brian That's fans. They I'm play saying. a Chris Paul. And Chris Paul will come, you know what I'm saying? Say what's up That's to the family. That's his kids' goddamn. That's his kids' goddamn. That's different. That's, that's, no, no, no. I know that's what but I'm saying. Is, that's how is, we painted it. They not that's, what said. that's what y'all painted. Y'all painted it. Y'all painted it originally to be like just some chill. Like, oh, they walking by, you know, oh, just a high five, just a friendly little like, hey, you had a great If she just day. happened to see him, that would have been cool. If she just happened to I'm see saying. Dog that's, and gave him a high five, way, that's, that's fine. What, that's what the picture y'all painted to me. So really, y'all not good friends to me. Y'all not good co-hosts <laughs> to me. Okay? Because I'm sitting here thinking that this is a, a completely innocuous. I'm just standing there. They walking by. Hey, good game. High five. Y'all did not tell me that there were hands interlocking. Y'all did not tell me that there was Kiki going on. And y'all <laughs> damn sure didn't tell me that she walked away after. No, nah, brother. No, nah, no. Nah. No, no. Listen, it's not even about like, oh, I'm upset because uh, of an ego thing or I'm upset because like, oh, if I would have won the game, you could have did that. Even if I lost, what are you waiting by that tunnel for? Holding it, doing the interlocking thing. The mayor been married longer than we've been alive. And that man, it just said no interlocking fingers. That's a no. <laughs> Never. 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 If that's her family, if some some come out saying, yeah, that's like, you know, that's her god brother. Or like they've been knowing each other for like 20 years because they grew up and, and he was doing AU, she was doing cheer, something like that. Hold so, on, hold on, hold on. We talking about James Harden here, though. We talking about where is James Harden's second favorite? Where did James Harden probably go that night? <laughs> where do you think James Harden know her from, Gibbs? Chris, please. <laughs> We're asking you to stop being a minister to society for just one day. <laughs> where, where you think James Harden know her from, Gibbs? We're asking for 24 hours of relief, please. <laughs> I know that this is a tough 24 hours for you seeing Michigan win the championship, but don't take it out on the world, brother. No need for that. No, need for that. no but seriously, though, that, that is absolutely insane. And, and for y'all to present it that way. Just some nasty work. Just some nasty work. Had me out here thinking that this was a just an innocent little, you know, how far. It's like the difference between, and I said this before the show, but I'm going to reiterate it. It's like saying, oh, yeah, you know, your shorty was dancing with a dude at the club. Not a big deal. Your shorty was dancing with a dude at the Jamaican club. She was sitting there waiting, legs open for bro to hit her <laughs> with the Swantown bomb. That's different. Those That's are, different. The wording is the same, but the acts are extremely different. Totally different thing going on there. So, you know, very, very... Uh, I don't need to know, but if my shorty out with her friends and she dancing, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and have fun. If you getting hit with a Batista bomb at 9.30 p.m., yeah, no. I don't care what time it is. I don't care what time it is. I, I don't Once care. Take you down, come you on. on the that's your... That's, I don't. I don't care. Take you down. Come on. I don't care if it's part of somebody's stroll. I don't all, care. You need all, to run. It's gonna be a lot above, of blood clots in that establishment, man. We're above the age of twenty five. If take you down comes on and you start doing a lot, you hate your man. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. We are. Tw- we not twelve no more. Like I, I don't do it. I don't do it. But you so know, crazy. it's always hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Middle school was so crazy. We used to have dances in the uniform. People was getting <laughs> on the ground in uniform, bro. We're grown now. You picked that outfit out with intentionality. If you get on the ground for a young man to grind on you to take me down at this age, you hate me. And I'll accept that you hate me. And I'll, I'll move accordingly. Okay? Hey. Y'all remember in middle school, the hip roll contest? <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Let me find out. Let me find out. You lifted your shirt up, hip roll. <laughs> Talking about you trying to. And then the, the fellas that was trying to. You know what I mean? Like, oh, oh man. Let the me fellas find. that was trying to what, Chris? That was trying to out hit all the girls playing around. 
It was they Wait, was doing that Luddy Tim, that Luddy Tim Magnet Middle School. They was doing that. Yes, for sure. Yeah, it was for sure. It was for sure. Some right. fellas trying to hit bro, right. bro. Yeah, he gives like like we, you ain't. We you was ain't not see that. moving like that at Ann Arbor Trail. I'm gonna let y'all have it. We was not moving like that at Ann Arbor Trail. We was hey. not moving like that. Hey. That is hey. not how we was moving. Hey, I'm, let me find out, man. Me, listen, yeah. all I know is you ain't gonna see no video, no tape, no not near your picture. Me <laughs> shirt up. Shirt up, hit rolling. Nah, you know I, I don't have rhythm unless I got a ball in my hand. You know I ain't dance nothing. I ain't nah, no type brother. of dance. No, nah, that ain't it. That ain't it. That ain't Ooh. it at all. But another thing that may or may not be it. We talked about the Cat Williams interview a little bit in the last episode, but they're just—it's the gift that keeps on giving. There was a video that surfaced of Cat Williams sprinting on a basketball court. What uh, was uh, what appeared to be, or what the timing on the the phone presented said, was four four seven after running an entire basketball court. Fellas, do you believe that Cap Williams runs a four four four? No, I'm not even going to answer that. That's not, that's like a it, it's, it's not even. Question. I cannot. I don't even know if I could name for you on both of my hands. For starters, I can't name you anybody that's in their fifties that's running a four four. That's just not a thing. Yeah. Two, I don't think I can name. I don't think I can use my hands to name anybody that's running a four four that's not in the National Football League or or some kind of professional or semi professional sport. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's not even a believable. Cat Williams not beating none of us three in a foot race, let alone running a four four. The again, I need I need us as a society, not just as black folks, I need us as a society to start doing some better math because our math is bad and it's it's hurting my feelings. Number one, hand timing is extremely unreliable. Number two, a basketball court is how far? Y'all both play basketball. Y'all both are... 120... No, 94 feet. 94 feet. 94 feet. How many yards... I'm, I'm sorry. How many feet are in each yard? Uh, three. Three? Three feet yeah. in each yard. 94 divided by three. You get 31 point infinite threes. Okay. So what does that mean? That man ran 31 yards in that 447. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. <laughs> he the fastest man alive, bro. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If we just do the math, he said he ran a 40 at 4-4. He ran 31 yards in 4-4-7. You still would have another nine to go if you were running an actual 40. And you're already at 4-4-7. You see what happens when you lie? And mind you, this is hand time. By the way, this ain't electric time like how they do it in the in the NFL combine because they don't they don't play around with like oh what your eye thinks doesn't matter it's what they actually rent. My brother in Christ, I've seen and here's the thing here's the thing. Y'all know me. Y'all know I was a football nerd growing up. I used to watch the combine. I used to race home from school to watch the reruns of the combine on NFL Network. When we had that stolen cable, because they would replay it on NFL Network at all day. Like when the combine went off, they would just be replaying yep. the guys running the 40, doing all the things all day. I am telling y'all right now, I have seen 4-4 speed in real life. I've played against 4-4 speed. I've played with 4-4 speed. I have seen 4-4 speed on TV. If y'all believe that that man ran a 4-4 because y'all saw him running on Atlanta and it looked fast and running in that gym, don't worry about it. I got oceanfront property to sell you. I got two different oceanfront properties to sell you. One in Detroit, Michigan, one in Raleigh, North Carolina. Don't ask me to see the properties. Just pay me the money first. <laughs> Just pay me the money first because you'll believe anything. You'll believe I, I anything. ain't going to hold you. Now that I think about it, though, have you ever heard of anybody running a 4-4 where you can hear their strides? Like Most people that, that run a 4-4, they real light on their feet. You know what I mean? We heard that, brother. Running that <laughs> you know, I just thought about that. I just thought about that. You know, it, it very embarrassing. Very embarrassing. Please, just just stop it. Just leave it to the professionals. Leave it to the folks who actually know this type of stuff. Because again, that man, I know 
And, and the worst part about it is it proves to me the whole belief is stronger than fact thing because people want to believe it's true, so they refuse to believe facts of like this man ran 30 yards at 447. It's impossible for him to run 40 and sub 44. You just added on nine yards and said the time is going to go down. That doesn't make sense, people. Please hear yourselves. But now, moving right along from there, we have wild card weekend coming up. And boy, I'll tell you, the script writers cooked. The script writers for the NFL cooked up something serious. Matt hmm? Stafford returns to Ford Field for one of the first, I believe that's the first home playoff game in Detroit since the 90s. Um, since 93. Since 93. It's been over yeah. 30 years since the last home playoff game. Matt Stafford is back for the first one. Turns out he's just leading the opposite team. And then you've got Cowboys and Packers. Biz didn't catch it. Coming up after that, Eagles and Bucks round out the NFC wildcard weekend. And on the other side, you've got the Massage Bowl with the Texans and the Browns in round one. And after the Texans and the Browns, you've got the Dolphins and the Chiefs as Tyreek Hill returns to Arrowhead. And last but not least, of course, there is, you know, as as the old saying goes, he is inevitable. Mike Tomlin in the playoffs again with the Steelers taking on the Bills in the first round. Fellas, please tell me this. Which games are y'all most interested in seeing and which one do you think has the most interesting storyline? Um, the games I'm most interested in seeing just from a, a, a good football perspective, um, Lions, Rams, Dolphins, Chiefs, and um, Cowboys, Packers, just because I know it's sacrilegious to like anything Packers related, but one part of me don't want Jordan Love to be good because we're going to have to see him for the next 15 years, but another part of me want him to win because I feel like a lot of people counted Jordan Love out way too early. Right. Um, but from a narrative perspective, one shout out to the script writers because Matt Stafford playing in Detroit is going to be elite. Tyreek Hill at Arrowhead is going to be elite. But if the Lions win and the Cowboys win, we get our get back next week. So I don't need the Lions to win a suit. I don't need the Lions to win an NFC championship. I just need to beat the Cowboys. That's all I care about. Yeah. I'll be rooting for the Astros and the Cowboys Packers game. (laughs) You Um, said you were a fan of that uh, Pistons disaster draft plan. Listen, hey, we humans have had a good run. Asteroid, come on. I'm starting with Kelly A. (laughs) Come on. Come on. Uh, I'm I'm sick of boy. Uh, Killian Hayes again. Again. Tony Parker, you're gonna pay for your crimes, but we're not gonna talk. <laughs> Did you know they said the, the next number one pick is also out of France? What happened to the game I love? Oh what yeah, happened? it's uh, it's, uh, uh to um I, I forget. I forget uh dude it's name. Something SAR or something along those lines. Um uh, what's my man's name? Please. Oh uh, yeah, Alexander Saar. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I've had enough. I've, I've had, I've had just about the right amount of uh, the. Which he, he, he I, is, I blame, he is seven two Batum. with a handle. I blame Batum a little bit for this too. I blame Batum. Well, we we was yelling. Why was he in? And now here we go. Here we go. Because have y'all ever seen it. anything like this? The top three prospects for the two thousand twenty four. Four out of the top five are all not American. I mean. That's not really surprising. We you got France, stuff. Czech, France, and I don't even know where this dude Wait, is. Wait, it's from. two of them? It's two of them? Yeah, the number the, the number three, uh uh Zashir Rishier, I forgot you pronounce it. We but we we knew this was coming, right? Like statistically, it was not it couldn't maintain that the best athletes would only be from America when number one players were being pushed internationally. To, to, you know, like there just weren't the same amount of players in the NBA as there are playing internationally. And even beyond that, as the NBA grew, one of the biggest things that they did was grassroots efforts in all these other countries to develop um, their little league or like their, what's the word I'm looking for? Their, um, yeah, their, I guess their little league systems, more or less. Like that's, these these players grew up with intense coaching from the point where they were very early up to where they are now, so it's not too much of a surprise. But anywho, Chris, 
Back to football. What are you thinking in terms of these playoff games? Oh, Who, oh this playoff schedule is some heat, man. As soon as I can get off the slopes, I'm about to get meat in front of my Airbnb TV. We're going to cook up some food. I'm going skiing this weekend in Vermont, but we about to watch these. So let me tell you, that Lions game, oh boy. I was watching ESPN when I uh, first got to work. I was listening to it in my ear. They talk about anti-banning Stafford jerseys from entering the arena. That's how serious these Lions is taking this Stafford. They, that that game go and the city come out. And when the city come out, when Detroit come out, it's about to be but chains. It's about to be. Say, say what you want. Say what you want about Detroit, the city of Detroit. You can't say that Detroit don't have some of the most passionate fans in the world. Listen, whenever they don't, Detroit team is good. I remember when the Stanley Cup, the Stanley Cup was like, like uh, getting toward the end when we were kids, and everybody's like, "Yeah, we going to the hockey game. We going to hockey." I'm like, "You never talk about hockey in your life." And they're like, "Yeah, but the wings about to put it away." And like, and people flooded. Joe Louis Arena was packed out. It really was darn near standing. Hey man, Detroit fans so passionate. I'd have been to a shot game before. Hey, hey. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? And you know what's really crazy about that? When the shop were good, they had good attendance. They had yeah. good attendance when they were good. You know what I mean? I, I'm not gonna hold y'all. I had a shock jersey. Not gonna hold y'all. I had a shock jersey. I had a pair of Cheryl Soup sneakers. I wanted another pair of Loki. Those, those, right. Cheryl's, them Cheryl Soup was you, tough. You pussy to die. You go, 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 to die. Google right now Cheryl Soup sneakers. Them tough. <laughs> but anyway, that's going to be a game, bro. The city going to be out. You're going to see so many buffs. You're going to think you was in the Cartier store. It's about to be <laughs> tough. They're going to have a blue ski mask on. Hey, it's about to be a crazy day. Anyway. I'm not going to lie to you. Cheryl Ford made me think things about myself. I made a lot of realizations watching her hoop. That was, <laughs> all right. That's what you're into, kid. That's that's just it. Y'all got nothing for it. But yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. All right. Then, so let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Y'all might not be a fan favorite of this, but I am going to enjoy the Dolphins playing in 10 degree weather in Kansas City, right? Because if it's one thing that can stop that Actually, South the Florida cast. Forecast is two degrees. Right, 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 right. But, but, but you know, you know, when you're in an arena setting like that, what that mean people, it's gonna bring it up a little bit. Yeah, a little, you know, people yelling, yeah. you know, some breath. It's gonna be a little warmer. Then people got yeah. their liquor jackets yeah. on. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Nothing warms my heart than some good old fashioned South Florida brothers going up to the cold Kansas City. I can't wait to see the real tour. Even though I've been pulling for the Dolphins all year, I've been pulling for the Dolphins all year. <laughs> but I can't wait to see them boys with them limp arms because it's cold. They can't feel their fingertips. Brother and my home's going to shine. Brother the, said the, the real listen, tour. Like we've been listen, watching the imposter all along. Listen, listen, listen. They're going to be talking about how cold. Them Kansas City's uh, receivers are going to be slide right off their hands. They can feel their fingers. That's going to be a game right there. We might see them learn how to catch the ball in that game if they're going to be so wide open with that cold. So that's another game I'm looking forward to. Now, the last game I'm looking forward to, and I think this is just for the culture, right? This Bills and Steelers game. Now, 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 the Bills going to win. I'm not, I'm not being crazy going to say that, right? If TJ Watt plays, though, I think we can really see if Josh Allen has what it takes because that TJ Watt is that much of an impact to the game. Like he's that much like your quarterback has to be on his best game every snap when TJ Watt's on the field. Right. I really am more interested to see if Josh Allen can Josh Allen can be that guy or if the Bills need to move on because he has everything he needs to be a Super Bowl contending team. And yet when the lights get bright, we don't see him. We don't see him. When the lights get bright. That's fair. So that's what I'm looking forward to in that game. That's very fair. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm uh Stafford coming back to Detroit. Big time. Big time. Tyreek Hill going back to uh going back to, to Arrowhead. Big time. But boy, I I really, 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 and there is nothing more more confusing to me than what has become of the Philadelphia Eagles down the stretch. Man. Y'all remember when we picked the teams earlier this year, who was going to win the division? Who did I pick in the NFCs? Philly. I picked Philly too. 
Wait, I thought I picked the Cowboys because no. No, he picked the Cowboys. Yeah, he did you pick the Cowboys? Cowboys? I, 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 I'm the No, I'm the only one that picked Philly. I think because no team, no team have won it back to back. No team have won it back to back since Andy Reid, and I'm like, this this just feels like a year where it's it's gonna be another one of those. And I thought I was wrong. I thought I was wrong. I thought, man, the Eagles, they got them. They look special. They look different. Lo and behold, Jalen Hurts, brother, get your tripod ready. No, you, you yeah. picked the Eagles. Oh, I picked the Eagles? Yeah, Chris only one that picked Dallas. Me and you oh, picked, picked right, Philly. Right. It was something like that. It was something oh, like my that. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Can, can, I, can we take a quick a quick second to um talk about our pick, see if we got it right? Oh, so so AFC, you had the Jets. The Ravens the and the East, you picked the Jets. Eesh. You picked the Ravens in the North. Yeah. You man. picked the Jags in the South. Fold it. Fold it. And you picked the there. Chiefs in the West. Okay, I got those two right. I got half Chris, right there. you got Jets, Browns, Jags, Chiefs. Mm. You got the Chiefs right. Fool, I got Jets, Bengals, Jags, Chiefs. <laughs> Yeesh! <laughs> and then over in the NFC, you got Eagles, Lions, Saints, Niners. Okay, okay. I got half I right think- again. So I got exactly half right on that. Chris, you got Dallas, Chicago, Carolina, in the nine. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I thought Bryce Young was gonna be that guy. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got he was that guy. He was that guy. And then, and then I got Eagles, Lions, Saints, Niners. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Wow. Well, hey, I got the highest winning percentage on the pod. That's all that matters to me. That's all that matters to me, damn it. These two losers didn't get more than me. I'm going to class ass with all your shorties. <laughs> no, but, but um, yeah, this is, I mean, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you, though. This is what has become of the Eagles. You know, what, you know what really pissed me off here in those picks? All the teams that I picked were looking like they was, that, that was green bean up until, except the Jets. All of them were looking green up until, like, week 13. Why did they all do this to me at once? Yeah, they, they did all sell at once. The Jaguars had a 99% chance of making the playoffs and went one in five down the stretch. <laughs> and the words have gotten just selling. <laughs> they did. They just sold they it. Just they sold just sold it. it. So uh ultimately, ultimately, you know, the way that I see this thing, I I'm very confused about which Eagles team we're gonna get. And also Baker Mayfield follows this messed up law that like he feeds on doubt. He feeds on he's like Samson when his hair is long when you doubt him. But the minute you start believing in him, you giving Samson a, a buzz cut. You don't cut all his hair. You don't cut mm-hmm. his source of power off. The minute you start thinking Baker Mayfield could be good for us, you're cooked. But when you're like, oh, he's he's terrible, he's washed, he's done, he's gonna show up and feel dangerous. So I wonder. Which Jalen Hurts we going to get? We going to get the Jalen Hurts that turn into Master Uwe after every loss? Talk about, it's, it's all about dedication. It's all about focus. <laughs> it's all about our ability to lock in one play, one step, one motion at a time. And that's what will get us to a championship. Or are we going to get the Jalen Hurts that's slinging that thing in an MVP consideration? Which Jalen are we going to get? That's what I'm most excited to see. I'm not yeah. gonna lie to you, because I, I, that game to me has the most mercurial situation of all of them. I don't think that any of the other ones you're gonna see too much up and down and like, oh, this team acting totally different. But that one, I don't know who either of these teams are, because the Bucks have that same thing about them, where it's like, listen, if y'all run in the NFC South, y'all do realize y'all would not be here. But when you tell Baker he can't do it, that's when bro show up. So you know, that's that's you. just my. That's just my thought from there. Eagles going to uh, just sell it. Well, you know what? You know what? I know we owe overtime, but before we get out of here, give your picks for these playoff games. Guy, make sure you get these down so we don't practice no more revisionist history. You know my CTE be acting up, so I'll forget something. I'm going to make it quick. I'm going to make it quick. I got, uh, I got Lions. Mm-hmm. I got Cowboys. Right. I got Eagles. Okay. I got uh, the Browns. Okay. I got the Chiefs. All right. And I got the Steelers. Ooh. Interesting. You got all favorites to set one. All right. All right. All right. 
right, I'm gonna roll them out. Roll them out. I got the Bills. Sorry, Steelers. I'm the Steelers okay. guy, but I just Mason Rudolph ain't leading us to no promised land. If, okay. if Mason Rudolph was leading the slaves, the slaves wouldn't be free right now. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> the allegations that's on Mason Rudolph, if he was leading the slaves, of course they wouldn't be free right now. Of course they wouldn't be. Well, proceed. Proceed. Listen, okay. I'm gonna go Dolphins. I'm gonna go Dolphins. I'm gonna go Dolphins. Oh, I'm gonna go Dolphins. I'm saying I'm saying they're gonna have a tough day, but Patrick Mahomes receivers can't catch a cold to save their life. They can't. Well, it's gonna be cold. negative two degrees. I mean, it's gonna be two degrees. So if they can catch it, yeah. they're gonna figure yeah. it out on this. I, I I I love the fact that Eagle, the Dolphins gonna struggle because it's gonna be cold, but I just think that the the Chiefs gonna play so bad they're gonna give that game away because the Dolphins, you know, they the defense is the best, but mm. the Chiefs just offensively just fell off a cliff. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go Eagles just because I can't trust Baker Mayfield. I know he three he thrives on doubt. Then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Y'all gonna hate me for this. Y'all gonna hate me for this. Y'all gonna hate me for this. I'm gonna go Rams. Go Rams. I'm gonna go Rams. I'm gonna go Rams. That boy hate hate on the Lions. Any chance he get, man. He he, he uh, Silky Johnson. Hate 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 hate. I'm gonna go Rams. I'm a I'm gonna go a playoff Joe to Indy. I'm gonna go a playoff Joe to Indy. Okay. All right. So, so wait, you, you're missing one game here. Yeah, you're missing uh, Cowboys Packers. Oh, oh, Cowboys got that. Cowboys got that. Jordan Love is coming, though. He's coming. <clears throat> I hate to do this. I really do. But I got to pick based on beating y'all again because I can't pick with my heart. I got to pick with my head here. I got the Lions beating the Rams. I got the Packers beating the Cowboys. I got the Eagles taking out the Bucks. Give me Texas Texans over Browns. Give me the Chiefs over the Dolphins. And give me the Bills over the Steelers. I'm sorry. Mike Tomlin, you know you my dear brother in the bond. Yo to the good noobs. J5 just passed and all that good stuff. I can't I can't roll with you. I hey, listen, bro. With you. I'm not even mad at you because Mason Rudolph's our starting quarterback. So, I mean. I, I, I can't do it. I it's can't. either him or Trubisky. So, I mean. Ugh. That's Yikes. That's just gross. And, and I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Actually, now that I think about it, the Cowboys are at home. Give me the Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys over the Packers. Give me the Cowboys over the Packers. And, um, yeah, that's that's my picks. That's my picks. We're going to see who comes out on top. I know y'all done had enough of us talking about fake fofos and fake wives and fake handshakes that shouldn't be lasting that long. But come on back next week. <laughs> and the week after that. And the week after that. Peace and love, y'all. Yeah,